What's up, sinners? Welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. As always, coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt, the home of the evil empire, and right now, a very rainy place here in the Bible Belt, lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, we're catching remnants of the storm coming from the south. We're very fortunate. We got a lot of wind and rain last night, uh, but those poor people in Florida that have lost everything and been completely and totally devastated. Um, I feel bad for those people. Um, I'm not going to send them thoughts and prayers uh, because that's bullshit and meaningless. Um, if anything, I'm going to try to send them money and supplies because it's horrible. So growing up in Georgia and growing up on the coast, I was always aware of storm systems and hurricanes on the way because we were always sort of in the line of fire. But um, the poor people in Florida who, uh, you know, even the ones that evacuated, how far did they have to go? How far did they make it before it hit? You know, things like that. So thinking about those people today and uh, hoping that as a world, as a community, uh, we can come together in one of the most divisive states in our country right now in Florida um, with Governor Trump lover down there who's a fucking moron and uh, doesn't really give a shit about anything except how he looks on camera. I hope he can uh, scurry up some balls and help those people. So, because that's what they deserve. So, hey, enough about that. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Uh, if this is your first time, I appreciate you jumping in the show. If you've come back for more, here we go. So, uh, I want to do a follow up on a uh, little quick little follow up on a previous episode that I did. Uh, did an episode um, about Taylor Hawkins, um, the drummer for the Foo Fighters that died earlier this year. I did a pretty, uh, it was pretty raw, pretty emotional um, episode. I'm a huge fan of Taylor Hawkins and I'm a huge fan of drummers. I've been a drummer my whole life and I love drummers. We're a weird breed, but um, I love it. And I was pretty pissed off and I'm still pretty pissed off. I'm pissed off that he's no longer with us. I'm pissed off that uh, he made bad decisions that caused him to lose his life. But um, I finally just actually just this morning before doing this podcast, uh, finally sat down and watched some of the videos from the tribute shows that the Foo Fighters have done. They did one at Wembley in London, and then they just did one in LA. A lot of guests came out and played with them. A lot of Taylor's heroes came out and played, which I think is pretty cool. That's about as good a way to pay tribute to somebody who was just, you know, loved music like that guy did. But the thing I got from it, I just finished watching uh, the Foo Fighters doing their song, My Hero with Shane, with Taylor Hawkins' son, Shane. I think he's around 16. And wow, that dude is fucking incredible. Amazing drummer to go out in front of that crowd at Wembley and play that song. Um, man, he's he's uh, he definitely got his dad's balls, that's for sure. And all I can say is his mom must be one hell of a drummer. Wow, that kid's amazing. So if you get a chance to check that out, want to see some really good drumming. They had a lot of guest drummers. Uh, during the tribute concert and uh it's pretty cool to watch sad sucks that he's not here i'm still pissed off at him but it was a great event uh, and if you're if you like music especially if you like drummers you probably should check it out so there there's that um not the subject of today's show by the way not the subject of this episode um what i want to talk about is something that i think needs to be talked about more and something that in the social media, well, I shouldn't say social media, the things that I follow online, <clears throat> it's starting to be talked about a little bit more and more. And um, 
it's politics. It's the midterms. It's all the things, all the craziness that's going on in our country. You know, the, um, the election deniers, the people that think that everything is, everything is a lie and everything is wrong. And, you know, Trump really won. That's what they believe. And the first thing that, that comes to my mind about all this is all of the uh, Trump following conservative Republicans um, that are still preaching that the election was stolen. Well, you know, you were on the ballot too, and you won. So are you trying to convince us that the only part of the ballot that was stolen, that was stolen was the actual presidential election between Trump and Biden? You're basically saying that just that one part of the ballot was stolen, but everything else is good because you won. All right. If you, if you're holding seat in office and you're a Republican and you were involved in the 2020 election and you won, you're basically saying everything is a lie except my part, except the part where I won. That's true. That's real news. That's not fake news. That's, that's true. I won, but you know, everything else is bullshit. So I don't understand how you can try and convince anyone who has any level of common sense that that's the case. But apparently Around 30% of the people out there don't see it that way. They don't have that much common sense. They feel like um, that just that one part of the overall ballot was stolen. So kudos to you for having the guts to push that narrative. And that's what it comes down to, right? It comes down to guts to push the narrative, to push the, the story that doesn't make any sense that doesn't have any merit and you still push it as hard as you can push anything. That takes some guts, right? The evangelicals and the conservative side of politics in our country that have created all of this division, um, what they lack in brains and common sense, they make up for it in guts. They're the gutsiest side of the, of the, the conversation. And, you know, over the years, and I've been guilty of this now, I will say in the last, I don't know, at least the last two elections, I voted for Libertarian. I didn't vote Democrat or Republican in the presidential election, but I did vote. And I, But I, I just, I didn't like Biden. I didn't like Trump. Now, granted, I like Biden better than Trump, but my heart told me that I had to vote for the person that I actually believed would do the best job. And that was the Libertarian. And her name was Joe, too. So I voted for the other Joe. And I know everybody says, oh, you wasted your vote. You fucked up. You threw it away. Well, you know what? My conscience is clear. I voted for the person that I thought was right for the job. And out of the three, I still feel like she was probably the better choice. But, you know, we'll never know. But she didn't win. And I never screamed out from the rooftops that, hey, the election was stolen that the other Joe really won. I never did that. And she didn't either. So kudos to her. But it, it, it's, it's made me think here recently with a lot of things that have gone on, you know, the evangelicals that are a part of that base, that MAGA base, that crazy let's invade our own country's capital base. They're playing the long game. They're playing the game of we're going to fly under the radar. We're going to get things done at a local level, move our way up the chain. And we're playing the long game. 
And the Democrats don't do that. The Democrats are so fucking afraid of offending someone or so fucking afraid of being canceled that they no longer really speak about how they truly feel. And I don't like that either. I don't like the evangelical conservative Republican side, and I don't like the gutless coward Democrat side either. I don't like either one. I think they're both full of shit. I think I think both parties have a real problem with expressing how they truly feel and what they truly believe. You know, um, the MAGA people don't want to upset the base and come off as being anything other than, you know, Trump-loving hypocrites. And the Democrats uh, don't want to fuck up and say the wrong pronoun, and they don't want to fuck up and offend um, the wrong a gender group and they don't want to be canceled and they don't want to be called racist. They just, they, they, man, they're playing in the safe zone. Well, the, the Republicans aren't playing in the safe zone. They're playing the long game. And what do I mean by that? At state and local level, they've put people in places that push their agenda. They don't have to be a good person. Um, they don't have to be Christian, they don't have to be anything but someone who's willing to stand up and push that conservative side. That's all they have to do. And they're doing it. They're they're starting at the local level, the school boards, um, right up to you know, city council, county commissioners, mayors, right on up through the chain of legislators, all the way to the White House. That's where they're going. Now, I often wondered while Trump was president, like how in the world could the evangelicals in the world support this guy? I mean, he's a fucking creep. He's a fucking creep. So check this out, right? So he has sex with Stormy Daniels. Nothing wrong with that. That's not what I fault him for. I mean, you know, she was a hot porn star. You know, the high five might have even been in order. But here's the deal. He has sex with a porn star while his wife is pregnant uh, with his child. He pays her $130,000 to keep it quiet using um, campaign funds to do it, which is illegal. And he gets off scot-free. His wife is still with him and his lawyer goes to jail. How fucked up is that? And I, like I said, I, I thought about all these things and I thought about the whole grab him by the pussy routine and, you know, his family's history, not just his history, but his family's history of racism. His father was a, you know, horrendous racist and there's facts and, and stuff out there that you can dig into and go and research it and you'll see it. But I never understood. I never put two and two together. I couldn't understand why the evangelicals were so supportive of him. And then it hit me while he was president, he put three hardcore conservative evangelical justices on the Supreme court. That's what he did. And he did it for them. They didn't necessarily agree with his lifestyle. I don't even know if they like him as a person, but he got their agenda pushed and guess what? They got what they wanted. They got Roe v. Wade overturned. That's exactly what they wanted. They didn't give a fuck how they got it done, by hook or by crook. They didn't give a shit if they put a disgusting pig in the White House to do it. They got what they wanted. That's all the evangelicals have wanted over the last 30 to 40 years, to overturn Roe v. Wade, and they didn't give a fuck how it was done. And the Democrats didn't see it coming. 
They didn't see the game being played. They did not see any of this unfolding. They were too busy trying to be politically correct, and they were too busy trying to be unoffensive. Well, guess what? This is what you get. When you don't speak your mind and you're not honest with people, this is what happens. The creeps of the world take over. Because the one thing about a MAGA Republican is they'll tell you how they really feel. They're fully prepared to tell you how stupid they really are at any moment in time. That's why, excuse me, some of these shows have gone out where they send out these reporters to Trump rallies to interview people and ask them questions to make them sound stupid. And we laugh at it, right? The Daily Show did it. They had a correspondent that went out to all of the, the Trump rallies and he interviewed Trump supporters out in the crowd and they showed how stupid they were. And we all laughed and said, ha ha ha, look at how dumb these people are. And they still won. They still got what they wanted. They still got three conservatives on the Supreme court to overturn Roe v. Wade. So you know what? The joke is on us because we weren't fucking paying attention. Now in the past, I've always felt like, Voting was something that, yeah, I kind of need to do it. I should probably do it. I should probably vote. But in the back of my mind, I've always had the feeling that, you know what? My vote just really doesn't count, right? Um, The Electoral College is set up uh, to totally make my vote insignificant. The Electoral College is a funny game. And if you don't know anything about it, you should research that as well. Um. Basically, um, the majority in your state wins and then the president gets that vote. It's not one vote, one person. That does not happen. It it's all comes down to the Electoral College. And that's something else that the Republicans have been working on over the years. They've been working on making sure that they just have to win the key states, right? They just have to win the states that has... Um, the most pull in any election. That's why they always go after Ohio and Florida and states like that. Those are the swing states. The states on the East Coast and the states on the West Coast, that's all they care about. The middle doesn't matter. The middle is going to vote Republican anyway. That's just how the Midwest works. So they've been playing the long game. They've been figuring out, what do we do? Um, you figure out which state has the most electoral votes. Florida has a bunch of electoral votes. So they're going to win over Florida. That's their goal, right? Democrats are running around saying, hey, vote for me and you'll always be free and you can use whatever bathroom you want and you can identify as whatever you want and it's going to be a great place and it's going to be a wonderful setting to live in and life is good and that sounds great. I'm cool with that. Live live and let live. Let everybody be what they want to be. I'm totally supportive of that. Meanwhile, At the local level, um, local politicians, conservative evangelicals are going out saying the Democrats are going to eat your children. They're going to drink their blood. They're going to sacrifice them at, at the Satan altar. That's what they're doing. So they're scaring people at the local level. And they're getting what they want, like I said, on the local school boards. All the local legislators are now in their districts becoming very powerful for pushing an agenda that basically says that the evil of the world, that's, that's where the Democrats are. The Democrats represent evil. 
a vote for the Republicans is a vote for God. It's another fear tactic. It's another scare tactic. It's what they've always done. It's just now they figured out a way to get the people in place in the states that are important, right? The conservative Republicans, they don't give a fuck about winning Alaska. They don't give a fuck about winning Rhode Island. They just don't. They don't care about Wyoming. They don't care about Montana. What they care about are those states that have swung the last four or five elections. I mean, go back to 2000. Go back to Bush and Gore. That entire election, that entire presidential election came down to a few thousand votes in the state of Florida. And wouldn't you know who won the pony? The governor of the state of Florida was George Bush's brother. So guess who won the presidential election? Didn't see that coming. But they figured out from that election how to play the game. They figured out how to set things up, right? That's what they did in Florida. We're going to push Ron DeSantis to the moon. Why? Because he's a conservative evangelical Republican. So if the presidential election ever comes down to one state, and if it happens to come down to Florida, we want a Jeb Bush type character in that spot to push it in our direction. Like I said, they're playing the long game and Democrats are just trying not to offend. And they're working so hard at trying not to offend people and trying not to get canceled that they're not even fucking paying attention to what's really going on. So I got to tell you, I'm going to do something this year that I've never done before, and it probably won't make a hill of beans difference because, once again, my vote doesn't really matter uh, unless I vote for the party that wins everything, and then, of course, my vote was important. I'm going to actually vote in the midterms this year. And I'll I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever done it before. I don't believe I've ever voted in a midterm election, but I'm going to do it this year. And I'm also going to do something else that I've never done. And it's actually something else that I've told people that they shouldn't do. I'm going to go back on my word and be a total hypocrite on this. I'm going to vote straight down a party line. Now, in the past, over the years, I've never voted by party. I'm not a member of a, of a party. I've been a registered voter since I was 18, but I've never been a member of the Democratic Party. I've never been a member of the Republican Party. Like I said, I, I vote libertarian. Um quite a bit. I've voted independent quite a bit over the years in local elections. I just try to vote for the person that I think is going to do the best job. I, and, I, and, I, and character means a lot to me. A quality of, of, of personality means a lot to me. I, I don't want to vote for an asshole. I don't want a fucking pig in the White House. I just don't. I don't want a pig in my school board. You know, we have, uh, there are Republicans in offices all over the country that are convicted criminals, that are convicted of heinous crimes and somehow they still get elected because they push the right agenda and the evangelicals don't give a fuck if you're a Christian, as long as you will vote the way they want you to vote. But this year, the midterms, I'm going into it and I'm pissed off and I'm pissed off because people have taken their eye off the ball. The Democrats have taken their eye off the ball. They're too wrapped up in social bullshit and they forget about legislation and they forget about doing their job and doing what's right. And the Republicans have taken advantage of it. 
So this year in the midterms, I'm going to vote Democrat all the way down the line. I'm, that's right. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be a fucking hypocrite. I'm going to do exactly what I've told people they should never do. And why am I doing that? You're saying, hey, why the fuck would you do that? Well, I'm doing that because of Roe v. Wade. And I'm doing that because not paying attention to what's really going on in politics has allowed three conservative um, conservative, I don't even know how to describe them. Um, I mean, they're just pawns in the game, right? The conservative pawns of the evangelical right have been put and placed on the um, Supreme Court, and I'm not happy about it. And basically, they've devalued the Supreme Court. They've made the Supreme Court a political arm of the Republican Party. And the Supreme Court was never designed to be political. As a matter of fact, it was supposed to be completely non-political. That's part of the checks and balances of the three branches of our government. The Supreme Court was always there to keep things in line and take identity politics and to take um, Republican versus Democrat out of the discussion. They were just supposed to do what was right by us, uh, by using the laws that are in place. And that's changed dramatically over the last couple of years. So Roe v. Wade is making me do this. The fact that Roe v. Wade was overturned thoroughly pisses me the fuck off. Now, I look at Roe v. Wade and the decision to change things from a medical point of view. It's a women's health issue. Um, women over the past several years before Roe v. Wade was overturned, they were allowed to go to women's clinics and they were allowed to, um, do things that was best for their health and their bodies and their well-being. And now a lot of those rights are being taken away. And I'm very pissed off and I'm pissed off as much at the Democrats who allowed this bullshit to take place. And it's been building over years. Like I said, um, the Republicans have played the long game and they've done it very successfully. Their, their playbook is pretty phenomenal, but taking away women's rights to me is the quickest way to move towards communism that I can see. Um, Taking away women's rights sounds like something that would happen in Iran. It sounds like something that Putin would do. Um, it just it doesn't make any, st any sense that if we claim to be the freest country in the fucking world, that we're not going to protect the women in our country. We're not going to protect not only their rights, but their, their health. This isn't, this isn't about a right to vote. This isn't about... Um, who gets to to say what they think and how they feel? This is about this is a healthcare issue. Okay, that's what this is. That's what Roe v. Wade is. You can make it whatever you want it to be. The Republicans have made it. Uh, they're killing the babies issue. They've made it a murder issue. They've done all of these things. They've used all of these words that scare people and that um, make people worry about things and. Basically, it's a health issue. It's a health care issue. You know, we claim to be the freest country in the world. We claim to be the best country in the world. But now half of our population is not going to be allowed to acquire the health care 
that they need in all circumstances. And I think we should all be pissed off. And and that's why I've taken a look back. And that's why I've thought about this long and hard before I did this episode, because how did this fucking happen? I wanted to figure out how the fuck did we get here? How the fuck did Roe v. Wade get overturned when it's clear? It's fucking clear that the majority of our country doesn't agree with the decision. And I'm hearing stories now that are making me feel better, right? Like um, the number of young women and girls who are registering to vote right now at um, three and four times the rate of young men that are registering to vote right now. Young women and girls are pissed off. And, and a lot of them probably aren't saying it. A lot of them probably come from conservative evangelical Republican households, and they don't want to tell their dad or their mom that they don't agree with the decision. So they're just going to go out and fucking vote against it. And that's the thing to do. Don't argue with people. Don't fucking sit there and have a face-to-face argument with people anymore. Just go vote. That's that's the way to shut them the fuck up, Okay. This uh, midterm, if there's a blue wave, if all of those election deniers get voted out of office, if all the if all the Roe v. Wade haters that played a part in overturning Roe v. Wade, if all of those motherfuckers get voted out of office, that that speaks a lot louder than anything you could say to someone in a one-on-one conversation. That speaks a lot louder than anything you could say to your evangelical dad at dinner tomorrow night. That's that's big. And that's what the Republicans have been doing, right? This getting, um, getting Trump elected and having him put three of their cronies on the Supreme Court and then overturning Roe v. Wade, that speaks a lot louder than any argument that you could have with someone in a local coffee shop. That, that speaks a lot louder than any argument argument you could have with a family member around the dinner table. It basically is the voice of the conservative right evangelicals right now, the voting booth, the ballot. That's where they're winning the argument. So I feel like the only way to combat that is we've got to go to every election. If it's a special election, if it's a midterm if it's the every four-year big presidential election, we, and when I say we, I mean everybody who thinks that women should have all the rights that um, they deserve just because they were born, they should be allowed to take care of their bodies and make their own decisions that's best for them. Anybody who believes that should vote in every election. And it doesn't matter, excuse me, it doesn't matter if it's local, it doesn't matter if it's national, it doesn't matter what election it is. If you're old enough to vote, you need to go out there and you need to vote for what you believe in. Because that's what the Republicans have been doing. And I'm really fucking tired of our country being run by a bunch of guys, a bunch of white dudes in their 70s and 80s who really only answered to big corporate America. They only answer to lobbyists. They only answer to people that give them money. They don't answer to you and me. They don't give a fuck about you and me. They've proven that. The Christian evangelists who claim that God is love and God loves everybody and we love each other and and everyone in God's eyes are the same and they're all equal and we love all of you. 
all of those motherfuckers are playing the game. They're getting their agenda pushed and they're doing it by using people that are pretty fucking, pretty fucking creepy. President pig shit. Um, Donald Trump is the perfect example of that. You mean to tell me that if you're a deep die in the wool conservative evangelical Republican in the Midwest that you really fucking like that guy? Are you fucking kidding me? You don't like that guy. You like that guy because he got the Supreme Court loaded for you because he got Roe v. Wade overturned. And I bet, I bet he didn't have a fucking clue what he was actually doing. I bet he had no fucking idea what he was doing. But he knew it made his base happy. And it knew he knew it got him votes and he knew it put money in his fucking pocket. I mean, that money's got to come from somewhere to pay off all those porn stars, right? And to keep his wife at home? Come on, Melania. He's fucking everybody but you. I mean, really? Does Melania care about women's health? Does she care about women's rights? Does she? And the other side of all this is the fake news argument. Uh, I'm so fucking tired of that term, by the way, fake news. I had a conversation this week at work where, so Monday night, the Dallas Cowboys played the New York Giants in a football game. And I'm a Cowboys fan. Please don't hate me for that. Please don't turn off the podcast just because of that. But I've been a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. Well, guess what? I slept through the game. I didn't see one minute of it. And I woke up the next morning, and the two big headlines were, the Dallas Cowboys won, and there's a hurricane coming. Well, you know what? I believed it. I believed it word for word. I believed that there's a hurricane coming, and I believed that Dallas Cowboys won. I believed what the news told me. And this whole fake news bullshit that I don't understand comes from people who pick and choose what they want to believe based on their agenda. They pick and choose what they think is true and what they're willing to tell other people that they believe is true. So they'll watch the weather and they'll believe it. And they'll watch, um, you know, sports or ESPN or something, a show with the scores, with the final scores of games that they didn't actually see the game. But they'll be, they'll believe it. They'll believe it is real. They'll believe it is fact that, you know, that team really did win that game because that's what ESPN said. But when it comes to politics, it's all fake news. So we're talking about people who play the long game, pick and choose what news they choose to believe is true or not, and they're willing to put people in power that they know are disgusting and don't really live their life based on the beliefs that they have. But they're going to put them in place because they're going to push their agenda. I've never believed that. I've never thought that just because I happen to agree with a scumbag on some political issues, that that scumbag should hold office. You know, what people do in their personal lives is really none of my business, unless you're asking for my vote. 
now, character means something to me. Joe Biden is not perfect, not flawless. His son may have a laptop that's got some shady shit on it. Might be, but he was definitely the lesser of two evils. Uh, I don't think Joe Biden's ever been accused of rape. Um, you know, I don't think Joe Biden has intentionally thrown uh, immigrant babies in cages and made them sit there for months at a time. Maybe he has. I don't know. But these are all things that are important to me. The character of the people that I want to see in charge, it's personal to me. It really is. Um, Now, my neighbors here on my street, I don't give a fuck what they do in their house. I don't give a shit. I don't care. means nothing to me. But they're not asking for my vote. They're not asking to represent me. They're not asking me to help them push through their agenda and make laws that will eventually, one day, affect my life. Elections are important. Character is important. The people that we pick and choose to represent us, to move forward, to create laws, to create a justice system, to create a healthcare system, to create things that affect us on our daily life is important. A few years ago, I probably wouldn't have said that. So I think what's happening right now, how I feel about it, um, stuff that I'm reading online, again, like I go back to what I said earlier, where women, especially young women, are registering to vote now at a much higher pace than anybody else in our society. Things are happening. The underground is bubbling up. And, you know, the conservative evangelicals right now, the Republicans, the base, the MAGA base, they're all high-fiving each other. And they're all patting themselves on the back. Hey, we did it. We got Roe v. Wade overturned. We did it. We saved the children. We protected the babies. Fuck the mamas. We protected the babies. Well, I'm thinking that what you've done is you've provoked people. You've created a fire in people that before then weren't really paying attention. I don't really think that most 22-year-old college girls or females, ladies, whatever pronoun you want to use, were really paying attention to politics. But you know what they do pay attention to? They pay attention to their health care. They pay attention to their rights slowly going away. And something else they pay attention to. They pay attention to a 22-year-old in Iran being killed in custody by something called the morality police. They pay attention to that. They pay attention to women being murdered because they're not dressed appropriately. That's what they pay attention to. And they also realize that women in Iran don't have a right to an abortion. They don't have a right to women's health care. They don't really have much rights to anything. And American females are paying attention. And I'm glad they are. Because, again, I'm really fucking tired of living in a country that's being run by a bunch of grumpy old white men. Really am. Now, I'm quickly on my way to becoming a grumpy old white man myself. But I have zero desire to run the country. Okay? 
So think about that. Think about that if you're contemplating whether or not to vote in the midterms, if you're contemplating, maybe you've never been a registered voter. Maybe you were like me and thought, well, maybe my vote really doesn't count. I'm just, you know, I'm just here riding the wave. Other people get elected. Other people vote. Other people make decisions that affect me on a daily basis. Other people control what rights I have and what rights I don't have. Other people get to decide my health care options. Other people get to decide what the health care system even looks like. That's not me. I'm a nobody. I don't have a say. Well, that's exactly, exactly how the Republican Party wants you to feel. They want you to feel like your vote doesn't matter. Because deep down inside, they've proven over the long game, over the last 30 to 40 years, that their vote does matter. And if they stick it out long enough and they're patient and they're willing to put people in power that they know are disgusting, then they know eventually they will get their way. But it all starts with the fact that they want you to believe that your vote does not matter. So the only way to fight that, to combat that whole way of doing things and that whole existence of they're going to be in control because they don't think you have a say or they don't want you to believe that you have any kind of power. The only way to combat that is you got to go vote. And like I said, I'm going to do everything that I said I would never do. I'm going to be a complete and total fucking hypocrite. I'm going to vote in a midterm and I'm voting all the way down the ballot for Democrats. That's the only way that I see to combat what all of the Republicans have been doing all along. They vote in every election and they vote Republican straight down the line. No questions asked. They don't care about character. They don't care about women losing their rights. They don't give a fuck about anything except pushing their conservative evangelical viewpoints. That's all they care about. So that's what they do. They vote in every election. And they vote straight down the line Republican. There's only one way to combat that. And you know what to do. Hey, thank you for listening. If this was your first time, wow, you picked a doozy. But thank you for listening. Thank you for checking it out. Um, Please rate, review, subscribe, whatever you do on your platform that you happen to be listening to it. I thank you very much. And if you really like it, please tell somebody. If you really hate it, please tell somebody. Please tell somebody about the podcast. Uh, The biggest compliment that you could pay to this podcast is to tell somebody about it. And I greatly appreciate that. If you are a repeat listener, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. I have fun doing this. I don't make any money doing this, but I love to run my mouth and hear myself talk. So thank you for indulging me. Again, you're the best. So uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, please do. Um, I, I would love to hear from anyone on ideas for future podcasts. I would love to hear any comments. I would even love to hear any contradictions. I've had a couple people recently that have emailed me and said, hey, you might have been wrong about a little something. Here's something you might want to check out. I dig that. I love it. I think it's great. Please keep them coming. But thank you. If you want to reach out, you can find me at the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just 
the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. Now, thank you for listening. Register to vote and get back to sinning, please. <laughs>